I know. Columnist from the Sun Journal and down in the Georgetown News Graphic now. He's the man in Havana down there. Um, not close to Havana down there in Kentucky, though. That's not That's not near it. Not even close. The hottest spot north of Havana. Yeah, it's definitely... Well, I don't know. It's not that great up here today. It's almost 90, and I believe the humidity... We're going to reach one of those uh, one of those heavy dew points today. It's going to be a great time. I keep, I keep seeing people complaining up there. I'm looking forward to like four months from now when they're complaining about the opposite. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I can't believe we get so much snow. Why do we get so much snow? Uh. Yeah, it's just... <laughs> It's just, it's just, you know how it goes. This afternoon, we're talking ninety-six percent humidity. Ninety, just ninety-six. Oh, right. I mean, there's still four more percent to go, right? That's yeah, why I, I at. You're, you're not at complete saturation. At yeah, that point, we're not at, we're not at that point yet. We're not at that point. How's the summer been? Good. Quick, yeah. It's, it's been, it's, uh, it's not even, it's gone. I mean, we're into football. Season. We're on to, we're on to football. We're on to Cincinnati. Yeah, literally, in a couple, <laughs> a couple of Friday nights. Uh, so yeah, it, it was it was a short uh, summer's not a long uh, long process down here. You get a few weeks and then it's back at it. So Seems uh, like you're just doing softball, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It was bad first second weekend of June, and then uh, we had a little a uh, little break there. But, uh, high school volleyball, soccer, cross country, football. I'm trying to think what else I got going on. Golf. But yeah, we're we're into we're into fall. Into fall. We're moving on to fall. Of course, your your uh, your article in the Sun Journal uh, this past weekend focused a little bit on last week's fun time pitch count controversy. I don't know if you guys had talked that out enough, or if you were oh, no. wanting to go there. Oh no, we we <laughs> no. This is uh, honestly that was uh, that show last week was uh, was was pretty uh, pretty hot topicy, and it was funny. We had Barrett on at ten thirty today, so you know we got you on at eleven thirty now, so everybody wins at this point. This so. is truly what happens when the adults get too involved in things, and you try to. I mean, innings were enough, right? Innings were enough of a barometer. Innings were fine. We were fine with innings. You know, they could add up a small number like innings and figure out how much eligibility a kid had left to to pitch in the the later rounds. Now, does anybody really think a guy like Shane Slicer has been around as long as he has is going to let the kid go over 80 if he knew that was the number? I mean, he obviously knew he was close. But if, if the number were communicated to him and somebody said, hey, your, your kid has X number of pitches in the seventh inning and then he's, and then he's done for you know, four days or whatever, you think he was going to go over that number? No, he wasn't. And, and that's the problem. It's on the people that are running the tournament to communicate that in an adequate way if you don't have the, you know, and I guess they started announcing it over the PA after, after this whole uh, shenanigans, but that, that still isn't adequate for the people on the field. I mean, you're, not, you're in a position where you're managing your team. You need to be kind of told before that inning uh, specifically how many you got left, and uh, and then you can work with that information from there. But unfortunately, as always in these situations, it uh, it shortchanges the kids, screws the kids over, and uh, and, and and this one kid in particular who uh, was obviously your your ace of your staff uh, had had a lot of had a lot of people coming to see him pitch. Uh, his future. Coach at Humane was coming to see him pitch. I mean, there are a lot of things here that were mishandled, and, and the timing, not the least of it, I guess, uh, as far as when he was informed that uh, that Carson wouldn't be able to throw. So just a just a bad situation all the way around. Uh, 
for uh, for a tournament and a and an organization in Maine American Legion Baseball that, that really hasn't had a lot of good things, good press this summer. As far as uh, you know, the number of teams has, has dropped by about two thirds in, in the span of five years. That was pretty well documented. Uh, a lot of the reasons, a lot of the reasons why were documented. It's not that kids aren't playing baseball; it's that they're finding other other forms of it to play in the summertime that probably are a better uh, barometer of better test their skills and, and, and may get them where they want to go in the future a little better than, than, than Legion Ball is. So uh, this didn't help, I'm sure. It, it, I don't think it did either. And, and that was kind of, there were two points here of the optics on this. One, after the, off, after the season that Legion has had, you know, I've seen at least three articles written by three different publications talking about the lack of kids and having fewer teams etc 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 okay that's that's what i spent the whole summer hearing and then you have this happen where a, a kid what you know one of the top pitchers in the state is denied the ability to pitch and, and you can take whatever side you want on that you know when you have an event in the state of maine with athletes you want your best athletes involved and if you sit your best athlete on the bench and go to the next guy up mentality you know it's it's kind of like i i likened it the, this morning when I get Red Sox t- uh, Yankees tickets and they're like, you know what, we're gonna start Shane Robinson in right field today. We're gonna we're gonna give Aaron Judge a day off. You feel pretty yeah. awful. It's like it's like those families that used to go on those trips to see LeBron and he he didn't show up. You know what I mean? Because he yeah. was taking a rest day. You know what I mean? It I sucks. Mean, doesn't this really doesn't this really fit in with everything else we said? You know, I had someone someone on Twitter compare it to the whole grabbing the ring in the in the. Uh, that was my next point. Thing. That was my next I mean, point. It, we we don't want uh, apparently we don't want to showcase our best athletes if we're uh, the, the 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 main insiders. Apparently that's what we like to do. Apparently we like to to administer uh, rules, draconian rules, and and in such a way that it. Uh, and I'm I get the need for pitch counts. I guess I mean for for kids. I'm not a big fan of pitch counts. I don't think they necessarily are the be all end all that measures uh, arm strain. Certainly, I you know I think I think it comes down to mechanics. I think there's some kids that are bigger and stronger and could probably throw a hundred pitches and it's not a problem. Uh, but I understand that's where we're at. But I, I knew this was going to happen years ago. When I heard about it in Little League, I heard about it in high school, uh, this was the, my first reaction was, how are you going to police that? Well, we're going to do it on the honor system. Well, that's fine. You do it on the honor system all year, and then you're, you're uh, you know, having somebody count it up in a press box, and, and then once you do that, you're creating the need for another person to communicate that totally. If you're doing it right, you're creating the need for another person to communicate that total to the benches, to the dugouts, and that doesn't seem to have been done here. And uh, <laughs> you know, we're already we're already strained to the gills. We already don't have enough people working in youth sports uh, in a positive way, volunteering their time. I mean, we have fewer and fewer and fewer because they don't want to deal with the nightmare of it. And I understand that too. But uh, you're creating more nightmares. You're creating more negative publicity. You're creating more people that are mad at the situation. <laughs> By what you've done here, and it just—it's just bad for everybody. It's—it's egg on the face of of everybody involved here, and the organization in particular. And it just feeds into this whole idea that it's you know old, out of touch people running the show. And uh, if if you're gonna you're gonna have a tournament, you're gonna enforce the rules. You got to do it in a way that's equitable and 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 makes sense and doesn't more importantly. Yeah, and more importantly, has multiple fail safes in it. So if something goes yeah. wrong, 
you have a chance to correct it if it is wrong. This is well the at problem. Mansfield Complex. There's a there's a pitch count. Yeah, because that that field that that field was built for for Little League. It was built mm-hmm. for you know it, it was improved to to host the World Series for uh, Junior League or whatever it was. You have a pitch count clock there. If you don't have something of that nature in the stadium where you're hosting the event, then you've got to come up with something else. And it's not as simple as announcing it between innings, you know, over piping in, you know, over the music that's being piped in, because nobody's hearing that. And then nine times out of ten, the speakers are, are turned towards the fans anyway. They're not turned towards the dugouts. Nobody down on the field is able to hear that at a, at a place like that. So you've got to come up exactly with fail-safe, uh, with, with a situation where uh, it's communicated in a way that the, that the, the coaches can understand it and process it and deal with it accordingly. Uh, but it, it just... It screwed up the whole tournament in this case. I mean, and and yes and no. All's well that ends well. Oxford Hills won that game anyway. Bessie Motors won that game anyway, and lost in the final, which may have happened regardless. So uh, you know, all, I guess I guess you could say it didn't really harm anything in the big scheme of things, except for the the PR side of things. It just made everybody made the it cast a pall over the event. So. Yeah, it did, and and but it was one of those reasons that I th- I think it was the only way they felt they could get attention on it and get attention on that. Like, I would love to see a coach. Like, I don't know what sort of what sort of uh, protest could you do as a basketball coach when your kid dunks? You know what I mean? Like, you gonna throw a chair on the court every time it happens and he gets teed up? Like, what? Right. I, I don't know what that is because you know even after. Even after that dunk in the tournament went viral last year, and there were articles written about it talking about how silly it was not a single solid thing has changed about dunks and i guarantee you you will see multiple calls next year of the other side trying to say they're going to double down they're gonna be like oh really okay yeah you really want to dunk it that hard that's the natural reaction it seems like that's the the, the default reaction is self-defense and uh we'll show you you know you're going to criticize the way we do business we're just going to keep doing business that way um, it's an arrogance. It's an institutional arrogance that I don't know. Uh, it, it, we're talking about different institutions here. We're talking about the, the main main basketball commission and the, the main American Legion baseball. But it's the same. It's the same way of doing business. I mean, there should have been a there should have been some sort of compromise here. And you could say rules are rules, and I totally agree that rules are rules. But when your inability to administer the rules costs kids. You, you have to look at something else. And, uh, you know, yeah, and there is no, there is no real uh, good way to make your point if you're a basketball coach. And at least, at least Shane Slicer saw the teachable moment for everyone here and said, uh, you know, I'm going to make my point and I'm going to do what's right by the kid. Because when you make that promise to the kid, and, you know, I guess that was the point of my column. Is, you know, God bless Shane. I, 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 if I had six more sons I'd want them to play for Shane Slicer or someone like him, you know, because that to me that's that's what you're looking for. Someone that's gonna be an advocate for your kid. And uh, right or right or wrong. And you know, and I, I read Travis Barrett's column and I know he was the guest earlier and, and we disagree. I, I don't think Shane was grandstanding there at all. I, I don't uh, I don't see it that way. And yeah, you know, to uh, I would call him out if I thought he were wrong. Um, I think my record shows that, and I just—he's not wrong here. He did the absolute right thing, and uh, I'm, I hope—I hope that I believe that he would do it a hundred times more if he had to, to make a point uh, that needed to be made. Talking with Callie Oaks from the Georgetown News Graphic. 
I mean, I've said before as an AD, uh, when you sit down with your basketball coach after a game, you, you don't want to congratulate him on getting technical. <laughs> but no. I think there are some times when you, you have to take a stand. Uh, if you feel like your big man is getting manhandled over and over and they're calling ticky-tack stuff against you guys, you got to do something. Yeah, and calling timeout and calling the official over, he's not going to do it. So you do the next best thing, and even though it's a negative, you stand up and you yap. He puts a T on you. You get your point across. It may not change anything, but I think you've defended your team. It's something Matty and I talked about the Red Sox Yankees this weekend. He was complaining that Boone's chewing seeds, nothing else. And I said, you either got to have a fight, <laughs> you got to hit somebody with a pitch, yeah. or the manager's got to get tossed. The next there game, is do as, there is a do as I say, not as I yeah. do element here because, well, and we tell kids, you know, you, you don't argue with the officials. That as coaches, we say that's yep. my job, yep. and and it is your job as a coach. I think there are times when a when a when a manager needs to get ejected. There's times when a, a football coach needs to get 15 yards and, and make his point. There comes a time when the basketball coach does need to step out of the box and get a technical, and it's part of the it's part of the drill. And uh, well, it's funny because we. It, we started yeah. this weekend with Cora. He stepped yeah. out when it, when they threw at bets. He had had enough. So you know, and it's the same thing. And it's the same thing with baseball etiquette and throwing inside and, and and things like that. And with hockey fights, and we can have that discussion too. You know, whether or not they need to happen or not. Sometimes it makes the point, and sometimes it, it it's uh, sometimes it's extraneous and, and and superfluous. And other times it, it, it needs to happen in the moment to, to keep one side honest. You know. <laughs> and, and I think that's that's the same uh, two sides of the same coin there. But uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, again, as a coach, you're in that situation. You're in charge of you know X number of young men, and you need to do what's right by them. I mean, there's a there's a safety issue involved in the pitch count, but there's a there's a safety issue involved in sticking up for your your athletes when something like that goes on too. So, yeah. Callie Oaks joins us here. Um, what you what you think about your 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 Red Sox boys like? I, there's multiple generations of Red Sox fans now, Callie. There are those that remember oh, yeah. '78 and '86, and there are those of those that there are those that that um that that, that uh, only remember 2004 forward. Apparently, and there are subchapters even within those groups. There are people that remember '78 and '86. There are people that uh, enjoyed 2004, 2007, and 2013, and still expect the worst. Still, still expect the sky to fall. Because there's a lot of those out there, and I think you got to keep them in check. I think this weekend, you know, the Sox really were in a good position to sweep that series. You know, the Yankees were down in a lot of ways. They had some guys out of the lineup, but, you know, it, you still got to go out and get it done. Mm-hmm. You still got to go out and win. You still got to go out and win three out of four or four out of four to expand your lead and, and, and kind of send the message that uh, it's going to go through you, and they did that. And I, I wasn't assuming anything until it was uh, – until they had done it, uh, that's where I—that's where I come down in, in those uh, in those groups of fans. I—I'm I, confident about this team, but uh, you know, it's it's still baseball, it's still a funny game, and you still got to go out and uh, and perform uh, on national TV because all Red Sox Yankee games are on national TV. And yeah, uh, what an excruciating four and a half hour ordeal on Sunday night. Even the even the you know the first nine innings took what four four fifteen or something like that. And the and the amazing for, part was it was one to nothing for a good long time. Yeah, there wasn't any reason for it. You know, there there was no more uh, 
there were, there were no more people on base than there were in the Porcello game. <laughs> right, yeah. I, I just, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's an ESPN thing. Maybe it was, uh, I don't Well, you got to get those Jessica Mendoza features in, and you got to get the, the A-Rod interviews in, you know? Oh, like, my word. you got to get yeah, those all please. in. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I said to somebody, never has the SAP button been more of a temptation than... <laughs> <laughs> you know, or or mute it and put on some music or something. I know you can't mute it and put on the radio anymore because there's a delay or whatever. But uh, if you use the DVR and like, here's the good news: like, um, you can sync it up enough now with like the rate. Mm. Like, I'm at a point now with like, if I use my phone and I use the MLB TV app, I can sync it up because it's a little bit ahead of the TV That's when true. I watch you can that back online. It up a little bit or something. And then yeah. it, you have to time it, and you have to time it with the pitch. So as soon as the pitch is in and, and John Sterling calls strike, I'll hit pause, and I'll wait for the call that says strike, and then I'm, I'm there, and I know I'm pretty much synced up. And you're up. good for the rest of the night. Yes. <laughs> then I'm good. Then I'm good. And I, and I would much rather listen to Susie and John than whatever the hell was going on on ESPN. You know, I'd even rather listen to, I'd even rather listen to Tim and Joe than, oh than, than that. And those two are just, my God. And, and, and it's, un, it, it's sad because it's sad that they actually have defenders. And, you, and it's sad that you can't even criticize without somebody making it, well, you're sexist or you're this yeah. or that. Yeah, no, it that's, has nothing to do with that. Nothing. It has to do with they suck. Okay. Right. <laughs> uh, Could you be a little more serious than that? If you suck, you suck. I don't care, you know. What, suckage? There's no it degrees of suckage? It doesn't matter to me who you are. I'm performance-driven. If yeah. you're good, I'm going to say you're good. If you're not, I'm going to say you're not. <laughs> okay. I, I wish I had that. You know what I wish right now? I wish I had that Backstreet Boys song to play over the top of it. I don't care who you are or where you're from. Or what you did, if you suck, you suck. Like I think that yeah. would be like the that would be the weird Al version look that of it. One, yep, and I would really, I would really. It's one hundred percent true. Like it it, just, it's not about politics or about your 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 background or anything. You can't look at me with a straight face and say Jessica Mendoza brings more to a major league baseball broadcast than Kurt Schilling. You just can't. <laughs> and please stop if you're even trying to say that. <laughs> okay, just just stop. It's it's not it, it's it's frowned upon. As soon as you say that, that's it. Now that's how it works. As soon as you have a dissenting opinion on that, you are you are sexist, and and it's just it's amazing. It's th- that's society yeah. in in 2018 now. That's what it yeah. is. They don't agree with what you say. It's about everything. Yeah, that's how it goes. <laughs> I don't agree with what you say. I'll demonize your right to say it. Correct. <laughs> that's what it is. It'll turn into a great big thing, and and that's just that's just how it goes. Yeah. Just how it goes. Yeah. The good news is, um, here's the good news. The Celtics are almost here, okay? Uh, Patriots yeah. are almost here. I I'm I want to be excited about the Patriots, but at the same time, I don't know what a helmet penalty is, so I don't know how excited yeah, I should be know, about this. You season. figure anytime there's a rule in the NFL, it's probably been targeted at the Patriots. 100%, yes. And they're going to screw it up yeah. the first eight games. Yeah, because nobody will know how to enforce it because, no. again, we're, no. we're on the same. We're replay, back. replay, we replay. Come full circle here. When you come up with rules, you've got to have a way to enforce them in a way that people actually understand. But you don't. You can't just make <laughs> up rules and say that that's stuff. bad. They and, just make up rules. They yeah, they just care. make it up as they go. Like it, And, again, it's another, it's another overreaction. It's an overcorrection because we're responding to a societal concern, which is concussions. But yeah, there's got to be a better way. 
There's got to be a better way. All I got to say is everybody in America saw the Rice guy beat his girlfriend up in the elevator, except the NFL executive offices. They couldn't find the tape. Couldn't look it up online anytime. Happens. What are you going to do? Uh, Next question for you. I was just going, I was reading the article that Chris Mannix did on, uh, on Brad Stevens. I'll listen to the podcast later. Who's your, who's your, not your starting five. Who's your closing five for this team? Oh God. Do you see where I'm at? Like I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, you Al and Kyrie are there. They are pinned in at the one and the five in a closing lineup. So who's, out of and and people will say, well, you obviously put smart on the ground. Well, what if you need defense? You know, yeah, Brown, I say, Tatum, Hayward. My first reaction is smart's got to be the third guy on that list. But then, yeah, you, you make a valid point. This is the problem. We can't. They don't. For some reason, they don't allow the power play in I pro think basketball. It's a good, I think it's a good problem to have, though. I think it is a good problem to have, and I think he's a good coach to deal with it, don't you? He's, he's the best. <laughs> he's about the only one who I would trust to deal with it at this point. You know, you know maybe, what I mean? Maybe Pop. You know, maybe, you know I, the guys that are good at pulling the strings on, and, I, and going situational. I feel a little differently about Pop now after the way he handled, handled the Leonard situation because most of the issues True. with the Leonard situation were They're based on passive-aggressive Popovich. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, yeah. you know, we like his politics, so we love Pop. So he can't possibly be to blame for this Kawhi Leonard thing, right? <laughs> there's, a, there's another example of, you know, a guy who's okay because of where he stands on things, I guess. One, tr- him and Steve Kerr, man, both of them. They're, they're such great humanitarians, and they're amazing people because, <laughs> You know they they talk about the things and I'm like, yeah. <sighs> I just yeah. I shake my head on it because it's like no, that's not really that's not how that goes. It's not always. It's not not always. But no. uh, the world is a complicated place. It's getting more complicated by the day. It, you know, and all I want to do is simplify it. I just you know the wilderness no, continues to look better. Be, better. All I want to do is be an anachronism and just drive people <laughs> a little nuts once in a while. Just kind of, just kind of uh, poke the bear a little just, bit. Just, just a little poke, little, little poke here and there, little poke. Callie Oaks from the Georgetown News Graphic in Kentucky. Of course, you can read his columns in the Sun Journal every other week. I would suggest reading the one that was in the Sun Journal on Monday. You can find it at sunjournal.com. They actually did put it online. You don't just have to read the online paper version for it. You can actually read the actual post this All time. Right. So it's very exciting stuff. Great. Happy birthday to young Stephen, twenty-one now. 21. People wow. say he had his first legal beer yet. I said, I'm still waiting for him to have his first illegal beer. He's such a straight arrow. I think he got that from his grandmother. I think it's different generation. Oh, really? So, yeah. That's great. <laughs> so, he's not... He didn't go out... Did he buy any lottery tickets or anything? Nothing? If you ask him about it, if you ask him about it, he'll roll his eyes. He's like, oh. So, you know. <laughs> I think we're the only... We're the only parents of a 21-year-old kid that took him out two days before his birthday. So, you know, they couldn't even order him. That's hilarious. That's what's and what's funny about that is he could drive you two around if need be. So all yeah, as well. Yeah, you know he could. He could be. <laughs> he could be the designated driver. You know what? That's a great. Re- that's a great reason for some people to have kids. Like you know, just make sure they're legal and just like make sure they all have different personalities and that one of them has that personality. Yeah, you have to. Ha- there's always one in every family, Cal. There's always. There's I just I just lucked one. out. We 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 hit, we hit the jackpot with one, and so quit while we're ahead. Yeah. That's exactly that's exactly what happened. We'll talk to you soon, unlike my friend. Some people, yeah. unlike some people, we know that oh boy. many. <laughs> I feel like I hit the jackpot multiple times. I just don't know what I hit the jackpot in yet. 
So, yeah, yeah. It remains to be seen. It remains to be seen. I, I do have one of them, by the way. One of the children this year is going to be going out with a wing and handling the camera. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah. You've got one old enough. To kids have been quite experienced, isn't he? Yeah. So if I can if I can continue to just keep having kids, eventually I have enough camera guys, you know, so that'll that'll hey, be helpful. You're you got a pretty good start. Right. You know, I mean, it's just that's how that goes. You could get them interested now. Some people have to have enough kids to have a basketball team I, or a I was band. just going to say. You, you've got enough to have a <laughs> broadcast. I need you to, get them excited enough, you could have a team. I, be, I pretty much have to run a TV station at this point. You know, When I signed up for this, there was just radio because I wasn't supposed to be on camera. Now I don't know what the hell's going on. Callie Oaks with the Georgetown News Graphic. Follow him on Twitter, Oaksy72. Thank you, my friend. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Take care, Thank you. That's Callie Oaks from the Georgetown News Graphic in Kentucky and the Sun Journal every other week. We only got about 30 seconds of the B-list left. 